What's up everybody, Paul Hickey here with your data-driven daily tip. Many of you know that I'm super passionate about WordPress design and development. WordPress is a platform that you can make a lot of different things happen in a short and efficient amount of time for your business. Today we're gonna talk about how to pick a Google font that may not be exist that may not exist in the theme that you chose, how to pick a Google font, download it, and then upload it into your theme and use it on your WordPress website. So the first step is to go ahead and go to the web URL of your Google font, which will be fonts.google.com something, and you can just Google it, right? And then over in the top right-hand corner, you will see a button that says select this font. When you click the select this font button, it'll open up a little window down at the bottom and it'll say, family selected, okay? And then what you do is at the top right-hand corner of that little box, you'll see an arrow pointing down with a line under it that is a download icon, and it will download an OTF file to your computer. Once you have that OTF file downloaded, and it'll come in the form of a zip file that you'll have to just double click on and it'll extract, and you'll see the font in a OTF format. You're gonna then go into your WordPress website and you're going to go to plugins on the left-hand side of your admin panel and you're gonna add a plugin called Use Any Font, all right? When you add Use Any Font, you're going to have to buy an API key. Buying the API key for Use Any Font is super inexpensive. There's one for like $10. I bought the $50 one, lifetime unlimited amount of sites that you can use it on. That's $50 for a lifetime unlimited amount of sites that you can use it on. Then all you do, once you have your API key, is you click Add Fonts. It's a blue button right there on the right-hand side. Name your font. Just name it the same name as the Google font itself. In this case, Give Glory is the one we downloaded. And then uh, you're going to upload your fonts OTF file and click the choose file button, upload your font, and then click the blue upload button. It'll say font uh, conversion finalizing and complete. Once that is complete, it is now in your theme and anywhere you have the text editor, the standard WordPress text editor, you can go in and collect and click the button that looks like a keyboard um, that is expanding your options within your uh, text editor. It's also known as the kitchen sink. Click the kitchen sink, and then you will see your uh, font names. You'll see like Georgia and Arial and Open Sans and some other ones. And then um, at the top of that, you will see the font that you just uploaded via the Use Any Font plugin. You will then take that font, take, you'll highlight the text that you wanna change the font to, select that font, you can change the size and all of that. And it's that easy, my friends. You can be a WordPress website designer and developer. It is just a matter of figuring out how to do it and executing it. And it's a far simpler platform than any other platform, even Squarespace, even any of the others. It's a far simpler platform, better than Squarespace, better than uh, Wix, web.com, better than Drupal, better than Joomla, all of that stuff. We can show you how to do it. You can be self-sufficient in WordPress. It's cost-effective, it's efficient, it's better for SEO, all of the above.
This has been your data-driven daily tip. For more free digital marketing tips and web design tips, go to dataoveropinions.com to up your digital marketing game and uh, talk to our experts on a monthly basis for personalized advice as well as get lessons on Facebook ads, Alexa skills, WordPress design and development, uh, Google Analytics, Google Ads, Instagram ads, Instagram content, LinkedIn content, content strategy, blogging, all of that stuff. Go to datadriven.education. That's datadriven.education, no dot com, datadriven.education. Thanks for watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Paul Hickey. Subscribe, please. Listen on the podcast. Thank you for listening on the podcast, datadrivenpodcast.com. And don't forget to add the flash briefing to your Alexa-enabled device at datadrivendaily.com. And to do business with us, hit me up at paul at datadriven.design. Thanks and have a great day. Paul Hickey here with your data-driven design Q&A session talking about digital strategy. Today we're talking about an app called TikTok. It's spelled T-I-K-T-O-K for those of you who are not familiar with this app. Um, if you're not and you're familiar with an app called Musical.ly, then um, that should be easy for you to understand because TikTok purchased Musical.ly and now basically uh, TikTok is what used to be Musical.ly. And so um, before I talk about our question, which came in, and the question is uh, how to use TikTok to promote your business, especially with a big event coming up. Um, I'm gonna talk about some data here. So according to Variety in January 2019, uh, the app TikTok has 80 million users in the United States and about 800 million users internationally. And so, um, it's basically an app that, uh, if you're familiar with the Carpool Karaoke show, uh, James uh, Corden's show, uh, and uh, like a, a short six to ten second video app that used to exist called Vine, it's basically like a cross between those two things. And so um, when we talk about TikTok, we need to understand if you're going to use it for business, uh, the content strategy around it is going to be very focused around creating um, fun lip syncing music videos, essentially, is what you're going to be creating, fun lip syncing music videos. Um, so your content strategy creating fun lip syncing music videos on TikTok um, you need to understand the audience. So the audience on TikTok, as we understand it, is uh, around the age 10 to 16 demographic, really more um, narrowly focused in the 12 to 14-year-olds, um, primarily female, but some males on TikTok. And so what you have is you have a lot of young people that are um, interested in just kind of having fun and sharing sort of good, wholesome, uh, lip-syncing music videos uh, through the app. So it's super fun. And so if your business is wanting to uh, promote itself using this app, you need to think about, uh, you know, do you want to try to expand your audience into an international audience? It's a great opportunity to do that. And are you willing to create content that's not going to be focused around the services that your business offers at all? But are you willing to create content that just simply uh, has personality and fun and life to it along the lines of, of music? And so I think it's a good fit for any business give you a couple examples here. I'm going to use some references. So one references this book uh, by Gary Vaynerchuk 
Gary Vaynerchuk called Crushing It. And so uh, it talks about a dentist named Dr. Chitra Durgam, DDS, Aesthetic Dental. And Dr. Durgam and I have since uh, connected on Twitter. And she's a great, uh, great person. She's very, very positive and motivational. She doesn't have a huge following, but she's mentioned in the book Crushing It for her uncanny ability to use this app at the time called Musical.ly, now called TikTok, that... Um, essentially uh, grew her business. And the way that she did it was she created some fun lip syncing videos uh, around popular music songs. She did some in, in her office, some outside of her office with uh, her and her family, her and her coworkers, and just had fun with it. And it became something that kind of um, motivated and incentivized her, her team, her staff at her business. And then what it ended up doing was turning into something that... Um, basically 12 to 14 year old females were uh, connecting with her business um, through the app and uh, telling their parents like, hey, you know, I know that you've got me going to this other dentist, but you know, this one I found on this app musically uh, is pretty fun and I want to go check, check them out. And so it actually organically grew her business to the point where she's been able to scale the business um, from new incoming um, customers digitally through this app called uh, now called TikTok. And so, you know, you have a service-based business um, with seemingly uh, limited inventory, limited appointment space. Uh, you know, why would a dentist office even want to be on social media if they're already kind of filling everything up uh, appointment-wise? Um, and, you know, she's been able to scale, uh, add more add more to her business, more locations and, and um, more appointment spots uh, through just a content strategy of having fun and putting out short uh, lip syncing music videos. Uh, personally, I can relate to this because, um, you know, we know the data shows that when a business posts uh, three to five times a day on a social media platform and it's not salesy, it's not about the product or service. When a business can do that, uh, they have a lot of success at engaging their audience and, um, you know, bringing in new customers, you know, for example, uh, why would you choose a new accounting firm? Why would you choose a new CPA? Well, if the CPA likes the same NFL team as you, uh, or the same college basketball team as you, you might actually want to do business with them. And this is kind of a similar concept. So now to, to dive into the, to answering the, uh, the user's question. So the National Pro Fast Pitch Draft is coming up in mid-April. They're a, a client and partner of ours. We did their website. We've helped them with a lot of digital strategy. And their VP, uh, Galen Wilson, has asked, you know, can we leverage TikTok to promote the draft? And so my answer is yes, absolutely. But I wouldn't think of it as promoting the draft. I would think of it as leveraging TikTok um, to have a content strategy, a long-term content strategy, where you can use the fact that there is the draft and use the fact that there is the season coming up to really create a new content strategy that can not only be for TikTok, but it can also be leveraged on other platforms. Uh, so I'm big on that. So for example, uh, have the upcoming draftees um, reach out to them now and have them film short 10 to 15 second videos of what their at bat song is going to be, right? Like when they approach home plate, there's typically a song that's played in major league baseball or in minor league baseball in national pro fast pitch. Does, is that the case? If not, it's kind of irrelevant. It could still be, Hey, if I were playing, uh, in, the minors or the majors, this would be my at-bat song. Hey, NPF, you know, you should do this. Uh, this would be my song. And then just have the upcoming draftees uh, film like a short 10 to 15 second lip-syncing music video of what their at-bat song would be. And um, 
and have, use that as a jumping off point for uh, creating a presence for National Pro Fast Pitch on the TikTok app. That's my, uh, my best advice to not think of trying to get more, more viewers for the draft, um, but think of the fact that the draft is relevant and the players are relevant, have the players engaged in the app and then you're you're basically you know the demographic is exactly what we talked about perfect for pro fast pitch i'm thinking that you're wanting young girls early high, late middle school early high school who uh don't really un, you know don't really know exactly what their interests are but are just interested in um you know exploring and figuring out you know what sports they like what um what books movies uh games um what, you know, what do they want to be when they grow up, all that stuff. And so Pro Fast Pitch is an amazing league uh, as, you know, role models for young girls to look up to uh, professional female athletes. And uh, it's a great way to go ahead and, and um, you know, it's perfect perfect for the audience. You, you'd be, you know, Galen, you would be meeting your perfect audience exactly where they are. So I would say you've got me pumped up on Pro Fast Pitch using TikTok. It's a great question. Uh, I would start with a simple content strategy, put it out there, put as many of those videos out as you possibly can between now and the draft and even after the draft. Like who cares if it's the draft? Like you could, it could be for anything, right? It could be for opening day. It could be for the championship series. Uh, I think you want to keep leveraging music and, um, and the players and the personalities of NPF, whether it's a mascot, a GM, whoever has the best personality, put them on camera. And uh, just in terms of like uh, the feasibility of, of actually tactically making this stuff happen, it should just be like, you know, email me a video from your phone so that I can save it to my camera roll and then post it through the, the NPF uh, official account uh, in the TikTok app on my phone. So Galen, it's something that you could do yourself or someone in the marketing department or an intern, uh, could be doing. Um, I recommend that it's not an intern, but, uh, better an intern than nobody. Uh, and, uh, see where it goes. You should be able to get some good analytics on that. And of course the proof will be in the data, but it's just the beginning. So don't judge whether or not TikTok works based on this one thing. You gotta, you gotta have it be, uh, be something that, that lives on. And I would also, so I would create the content native to the TikTok app, but then, um, if you're able to save down the video, like I said, or save it to your camera roll initially, uh, also repost it on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram stories, and, uh, anywhere else that you, that you deem relevant, YouTube and everything. Thanks and have a great day.